The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, North Zoom. Good already this. You guys on tech. I am Eagle Falcon. We have a lot to talk about today and a lot to talk about that didn't really happen either. Speaking about NVIDIA and their 3070 launch and 3080 and 3090 and just what on earth are they actually doing? We'll talk about that more later. But first, I want to talk about the price creep. That is Netflix. When Netflix first launched, it was kind of pitched as the cable cutter, the cable killer. Because one of the things that ticked people off the most was how much they were paying for cable TM. And I put air quotes around cable since satellite and whatnot were kind of lumped into there. Normally, you get your content either through an antenna, or if you could afford it, you got cable, which gave you hundreds of channels at the low, low price of a kidney. Actually, I want to say around around my neck of the woods, I want to say it was like 280 for a basic cable bundle, but don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. But here's the problem, all right? Netflix started at about $8 a month for just streaming. I'm talking about just streaming. I'm not talking about when they were a blockbuster competitor without the cost of a building. Because most people now completely forgot that Netflix ever had DVDs. Heck, there's a decent chunk of you forgot that DVDs exist. Which that in itself is just kind of nuts. But now if you want the more higher end premium services, it goes from 13 a month to 14 a month. And then the premium plans go from 16 to 18th. The very basic bare bones service starts at $9 a month still, but that's limited to only one stream at a time. Now you're actually limited on the number of devices you can be streaming to at once. But now here's the thing, all right? You get Netflix. But now Netflix doesn't have a whole lot. A lot of the stuff it used to have is gone. So now in order to get the stuff you you want, you need Disney Plus, Plus, Hulu, 
Netflix, and a whole bunch of other ones. And very, very quickly, you start creeping closer and closer and closer to what that cable price was in the first place. And it's an even bigger mess because now there's no unified interface at all. We are very quickly stepping backwards rather than forwards in terms of entertainment on the TV. It's starting to get a bit nuts. And on top of that, I'm, I even forgot the Amazon Prime factor in all this. It's getting crazier and crazier how quickly what was supposed to be the saving grace from the cable company's clutches is turning into a giant nightmare. And this isn't new. This has been slowly creeping up more and more and more as this service has been evolving. But it's all right, right? At least you don't have that pesky cable company in your house. Except to provide the internet in the first place. Yay. Uh, What are you going to do? Speaking of price hikes, uh, Tesla has decided that they need to increase the cost if you want to buy the self the self driving package by $2000 so now you too can pay $10000 instead of 8000 to beta test let that sink in for a second $10000 on top of the cost of your 30 to 40000 dollar car because most likely you went and got the Model 3 instead of literally any other model of Tesla because every other model of Tesla is either not available or costs more than your net worth. And you have the insult of now being of Tesla just saying, you know, beta testing costs $2,000 more. By the way, no additional hardware in that $10,000. It's $10,000 worth of software, of beta software. The computer is not upgraded. There are not additional cameras. There is no additional LiDAR or anything of that nature. It is $10,000 of software. Thanks, I hate it. It's even funny because I'm personally, I've actually been considering a Tesla myself. Just like I just said, basically a Model 3, because any other model is either doesn't exist, is vaporware, is a lie, or costs more than my net worth. 
But then you see stuff like this, and it's just like, oh, wonderful. And then there's just other little this and that's that just kind of make you wonder, what the hell, Tesla? Such as if you went and got an older version Model S, there's a chance that it just might not work with the supercharging network at all, which is the whole point of a Tesla. Because then you're just spending days for it to get 100 miles on the tank. With massive air quotes around the word tank. And it's just like, is it really worth it? Is this really the future? I would first want to test drive one, to be perfectly honest. I still just look at that Model 3 and the fact there's no gauge cluster... Your speedometer and everything's in the upper left-hand corner of that center screen. And you're just like, well, I guess I got to get used to that. And I just, I, I have a hard time imagining myself getting used to that. I don't know. But I'm not going to lie, that, that $2,000 price increase for software, uh, it feels pretty insulting. How about some good news, though? There have been multiple tests now done on Apple's iPhone 12 ceramic shield screen. One of the features that was kind of a surprise when the iPhone 12 was announced was what Apple calls the the ceramic shield. It's an additional layer baked into the glass screen that's supposed to provide more drop protection. Well, people have tested it, including Allstate, who sells iPhone insurance in addition to real insurance, as well as Jerry Rig Everything, has gone and tested the thing. It does provide noticeable more durability. It is noticeably more scratch resistant, but not by a significant amount. Like, I'm not saying you should go ditch your iPhone 11, go get an iPhone 12. But it is something that's just like, you know, it actually is noticeable and is not just a stupid buzzword like saying their camera lenses are made of sapphire. And then, realistically, you go and test the durability of them, and it turns out, oh, it's it might as well be glass. Chat wants to know when the screen is just going to be made of transparent Kevlar instead. That's a very good question, chat. What is the next step? No, you know what the next step is? Just to steal a spice, a page from from Old Spice, the screen is now diamonds. That's about the only place you have left to go. Chat also sarcastically says, "Just ditch the screen. Just have the phone be a metal brick." Now, before we praise Apple too much, we need a little bit of reality to be injected into this situation. 
I want to give you a report from iFixit. The iPhone 12 has multiple different components that require a software flash that is only available from Apple to replace certain components. Including the display and the camera. If an independent shop or you personally go out and get a replacement screen from the aftermarket space or from an independent repair shop to repair either the screen or the camera, the screen on the camera will behave erratically unless there is a software flash. You could have a brand new a brand new from the factory screen and camera installed, but unless it has this software flash done to it, it will flicker, appear to be defective, and then eventually not work. It is literal literal sabotage built into the phone. There is no other way to look at this. Just straight up. It is straight up sabotage to absolutely kill anyone but those that Apple has anointed to be worthy of being a repair shop. I don't mean to sound exactly like Lewis Rossman, who also, by the way, did cover this much more aggressively than I am right now. But holy cow, this is kind of why I want to see Right to Repair get pushed further, because this is dumb. Hey, Apple, you know how you're trying to be that whole environmentally conscious company? You want to know how you're trying to say that you're saving the planet? This isn't helping that. Because let me tell you something. If you were to go on my Twitch, ch- pay, on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash eaglefalcon, you will see a brand new shiny microphone. I do, in fact, have... Actually, this is a fairly old microphone, but still one of the best... I bought this microphone new. My sound mixer is new. My keyboard is new. And that's it. Everything else is basically a salvage. My monitors, all salvage. If I didn't buy them, they'd be wasting away and burned up and had their materials try to to be re-salvaged. Otherwise, the rest of that would just be absolute waste. The two computers would have been destined for a landfill. Frickin' steam controller here. I mean, this was basically built to be e-waste, but 
my point is you want to help the environment let your old tech have a second life and this kind of sabotage this kind of straight up sabotage is ruining that actually chat somehow managed to remind me my entire my entire data center my 4.5 terabyte storage server in the server room 100% salvage the server salvage every single drive salvage the specialized controller in there so that the so that the server can monitor those salvage drives and make sure they're operating fine the power supply salvage even the freaking power cords salvage the uninterruptible power supply in it salvage the only thing actually in the entire data center that isn't salvage is the server case that it's sitting in because no one was dumb enough to get a small 12U rack, which is what I wanted. I wanted something small rather than a full-size, seven-foot-tall server rack. And it's kind of funny. You would, like, Chad's kind of like, but, but power cords last a long-ass time. As someone who's been in the field of refurbishing computers you have no idea how many power cords i see get shipped off to recyclers it is way way more than you'd think the leasing company that i actually got a lot of my salvage from i'm not even kidding they have a full pallet size crate of power cords that are still good mind you that are still good but then get shipped off every month to be recycled not because they're dead but because there's no demand for it let that sink in But yeah, Apple bad. Shame. Shame on you. Right, repair, good. There, you heard the too long, didn't read. On the bright side, though, Apple plans on having you all throw out your AirPods and AirPods Pro very soon by releasing a new model. And granted, Apple has had a brilliant idea. They looked at their AirPods and thought, you know, that ugly looking stem that hangs out that makes it very noticeable that you're wearing AirPods. Those are ugly. We should get rid of that and have it be a concealed tiny bud that just fits into your ear and looks sleek and no one notices. You're just realizing this now? Really? Are you kidding me, Apple? Only now are you starting to realize that maybe, just maybe, the competition has been on to something. No. 
honestly, honestly, real talk, Apple, while you're on the note of learning, here's what I would recommend, all right? And this is actually a design that Motorola did long ago, and I wish they kept doing it because this was brilliant design for a Bluetooth earpiece, and it was the one I used for the longest time until they shorted out because they weren't sweat-resistant. All right? You have the bud. You have the bud in, in the ear, right? You then have a stem that goes up out of the ear, and then the battery and all the electronics are stored in a loop that hangs on the back of the ear. So the whole thing is concealed and secures very snugly against the ear. But most of it is just behind the ear while the microphone and the earpiece are just actually sitting inside the ear. Motorola did this in a design called the Sliver 2. And you should absolutely copy this design. I'm telling you right now, you get a massive battery in there. That sucker will last days. On a single charge. Days. Do it. Do it. You won't though. You won't. You're going to somehow. Still stick with the stem. Or a bud so small. That it will be swallowable. Be a shame. It's going to be a shame. What's also a shame is that my next story won't load. There we go. Apple, um, the latest earnings call out of Apple has, uh, has unfortunately showed one important thing. The iPhone is too big for Apple. Apple earns far, far too much on the iPhone that their other divisions just can't even come close to it. It's just kind of a shame that just forever and ever, the iPhone is just, that's just all Apple is now. They're the iPhone company. It also kind of makes me wonder, is this why they're switching to Apple Silicon on the Mac? I kind of wonder. I mean, that being said, though, it could be why they decided to go with a cheaper iPhone this time around to try and increase market share. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, I have a bit more Apple news and Google offering you services to block Google. If only. You heard you could save big when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. So you went online to check it out. But then you saw a link for a survey about which type of bread you are. And now you're on question 17, barely scratching the surface of your bread identity. You always thought of yourself as a brioche, but are you actually more of a pumpernickel? 
Ah, yes. They said it was easy to save money bundling with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Modern leaders. It's not just their ability to reason that we value or their eloquence. It's more than their intelligence that we admire. What truly matters is their humanity. Just like modern leaders, the LS is human at heart. Every aspect of the Lexus LS is crafted around you, engineered to a higher standard, the human standard. The new 2021 Lexus LS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome back, Eagle Eyes on Tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. Here's an interesting twist. As Google is currently being taken to... I guess technically court? I guess it would be court. As Google's being taken to court by the DOJ... Actually, I'm not sure if it's the DOJ now. But regardless, uh, currently the U.S. government is looking into Google as far as monopolistic behavior, which honestly feels like it has been 69 years overdue. While that's going on, Apple has decided to step up and make their own search engine. And just those words alone have given me a migraine. Are you kidding me? Oh, really? An Apple search engine. It just feels bizarre. It's It feels almost as bizarre as me saying, oh, there's a car company out there that made four models of cars, and when you line them all up, it spells out sexy. Oh, wait, I live in that universe, too. What is this timeline? I just... I'm just going to chalk this up under... How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Uh, we're we're just going to end up being... This is going to end up being a dystopian freaking... Uh, Internet usage world. We're all using Mozilla Firefox and DuckDuckGo. I have no words. My words have failed me. In other weirdness, iOS 14 has introduced a new feature that actually I'm a fan of. It will straight up allow you and it'll actually detect when websites are trying to track you. And you can, in fact, just push a button and block the ability for that website and app to just not track you. That's pretty much what almost everyone would want, right? Well, in La France... 
this has uh, come up as a problem. You see, this is technically anti-competitive. For you see, many companies require this data of stalking you in order to turn a profit and pay bills and keep their lights on. And so Apple's going to find themselves being taken to court in France because of this. And I mean, France has a point. It does kind of kill a lot of business models. At the same time, though, I mean... Wow. Being stalked is required in the modern world. What even is the It's it's just the moment you start like piecing everything together, it just makes you want to scream. By the way, if after this podcast airs, you hear a loud screaming, that is me screaming into a pillow. So there you go. Another thing to actually screen up, screen about is a VPN offered by Google. So this is a service that has kind of been uh, kind of forgotten about. Google One is a kind of premium service you can subscribe to on certain Android phones that allow a cloud backup as well. It's basically a lot of iCloud features, but for Google. But Google is terrible at marketing themselves, so most likely you never heard about it. Well, the top-tier model, the $10 a month version, which gives you two terabytes of cloud backup storage, which, by the way, it's quite generous. Two terabytes, man. That's uh, that's kind of crazy. I mean, for me to get that sort of stuff out of salvage, that would take me at ten dollars a month. Uh, a month. Um, eh, roughly two and a half years. I think about 250 bucks is what I paid for my salvage four terabyte server. It was about 300. I digress. The point is that you now get a free TM VPN with a two terabyte plan. However, I want you to think about something for a second. First, you need to ask yourself, what is a VPN? Well, a VPN is a virtual private network, is what it stands for. You use it basically, and I'm very, very aggressively summarizing what it does, but it basically makes your traffic over the internet private. It is 
almost impossible to track what you are doing on the internet while you're using a VPN. There's an asterisk next to it for this, that, and the other reason, but that's basically what it does, all right? Most people would get a VPN to keep companies like Google from seeing everything they do just because it gives them a, well, a sense of security, a a sense of them not being stalked. That company is offering you a VPN. This is like hiring a thief to keep people out of your house. It makes no sense. Why would you do this? I, I I would not trust a Google VPN to not monitor and stalk what I'm doing. And actually, chat makes a good point. There are situations of hiring a thief to prevent another robbery because a thief would know how a thief works. You know what this actually... Uh, there is a there is an anime out there called Lupin the Third, who goes out of his way to steal stuff from museums. This is like hiring Lupin to prevent Lupin from stealing from a museum. I think that's an analogy that doesn't really work all that well because. I don't know how many people have seen Lupin the Third. Let's just shift gears and talk about how uh, the Oculus Quest 2 has been successfully jailbroken. So for those who absolutely hate the Facebookifying of the Oculus Quest 2, which you might as well just call the Facebook VR Quest 2, because Oculus is dead, and that is a shame, really. But fortunately, a group of hackers out there have found a way to bypass all of the Facebook services and use the Oculus Quest 2 as a normal VR headset, to which I say bravo, bravo. On the other hand, just don't get a Quest 2 in the first place. That also being said, though, the jailbreaking efforts are still great for the secondhand market. So at least these Quest 2s, once Facebook has made it so that you need to offer up a blood sample in order to use the headset, can see a second life on the used headset when everyone gets rid of them in mass droves. I have made that up about Facebook requiring a blood sample, but let's be honest, for a moment, you thought that could have been real. Like, that's the scary part. Sony has been confirmed to be giving your PSVR camera headset a second life with the PS5. If you have the PSVR headset and the cameras and everything, 
there will be adapters available for them to work on the PS5. Huzzah, huzzah. Less waste in the landfills. It's kind of funny how... I didn't intend this, really. But the theme of giving old tech a second lease on life seems to be an ongoing theme with today's podcast. I didn't intend it that way. But it somehow ended up happening. You know what did get a second lease on life? Delaying Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, it's been delayed again. And honestly, this should have been seen a mile away. The first delay was around when the virus TM started kind of peaking up. It was said to be delayed until November. And, well, let's be honest. Ever since the lockdowns and and the overwhelming majority of people have been forced to work from home, no one has been as productive at home as they were in the office. Some people were closer to being as productive at home as they were in the office. Some people just had the luxury of just working from home in the first place. But alas, it has been delayed again. And you know what? I gotta say, I gotta say, I would much rather see the game be delayed again and again and again than it being released unfinished. What would you rather see? A delay? Or another No Man's Sky? Yeah, I'd agree. I'd rather see the delay. To be perfectly honest. Of course, though, someone in chat has mentioned that uh, there are people who are just so aggressively anxious for the game they are sending death threats to the developers for delaying it folks don't don't be that guy use your brain actually just don't send death threats I can't think of a single scenario where sending death threats is appropriate just 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 don't. Just don't send death threats. Easy. No chat. Death threats do not speed up production. Death threats just make people step down and go away. Much like what happened to Halo Infinite's director. You want to talk about a launch that has gone uh, poorly How about Halo Infinite? For those who don't know, Halo Infinite is confirmed to be the very last Halo game in the franchise. At least that's what they're telling us until they realize that Halo 69 is going to be amazing, and that will be the next one. 
chat is saying I need to finish the podcast on time or I'll receive a death threat. Jokes on chat. My deadline for these podcasts is Sunday at 4 p.m. That is the absolute latest I can do the podcast. (laughs) So we're way ahead of schedule. Showed you. For those who are unaware, uh, I record this podcast live Saturday at, I I keep saying noon, but it's been closer and closer to 1 p.m. every time. I think today was 1.30 because I was just, I had such a migraine, but I digress. We're here to talk about how Halo Infinite had probably the rockiest reveal, and it looked like a game that was originally launched on an Xbox zero and did not in any way shape or form look even remotely close to being ready well Halo Infinite's director has uh, stepped back taken a step back and just uh, is just I don't know I don't know if he's just sick of working on the thing (laughs) Or is just, you know, I don't know. Halo Infinite is just going to be an absolute nightmare. Which is a shame. That's supposed to be one of the launch titles for the Xbox Series X. And it's not going to be out there for the Xbox Series X. And Xbox has done a great job at building hype. For this console. But they have nothing outside of the hardware. They have the hardware. They have a $300 option, a $500 option, but there's no games to play on it. There was a more compelling reason to buy the Switch on launch than there was to buy an Xbox Series X at launch. And the Switch only had Breath of the Wild. And that's it. What does the Xbox Series X have? Huh. Speaking of delays, Ubisoft has... Decided that, uh, well, they haven't really decided, but there's word coming out that Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine are also going to be delayed. As well, game developers discover that working from home is, it ain't all it's cracked up to be. It ain't exactly uh, fantastic, as they'd say. And delays pretty much are inevitable. Here's my life advice. Every single game you are looking for looking forward to coming out, just assume it's delayed. Just assume it's gonna be delayed. That being said, though, you want to talk about an actual surprise? Final Fantasy 16. There's actually word that it might actually launch 
in February of 2021. Granted, that's not official word. That's rumors coming from a translated page. I just want to know what kind of witchcraft Square is pulling off to pull this game completely out of their butt without a hint of it leaking anywhere. And that's just, that's it. It's just, it's just there. It's it's just going to happen. Control and Hitman 3, however, will be launching on the Nintendo Switch via the cloud. Why you'd want that, I don't know. But apparently, you can enjoy some cloud streaming technology through the Switch. All right, can we just all agree on something? I hate the term, the cloud. This buzzword is very, very quickly started to lose all meaning. So we're going to have cloud gaming come to the Switch. And basically by this logic, the console doesn't even matter anymore. And it's just like, oh. Who actually wants to do that? Who is actually looking forward to cloud gaming? I I just... Hmm. I'm sorry, but I, I love having control of my own hardware. But then again, I'm the idiot who went ahead and set up his own data center. Now, granted, cloud gaming does offer a um, the capability of playing higher-end games on lower-end hardware. That is where it's appealing. Like, there's, like, there's no way, how mu- however much I try, that I'm going to ever be able to fit, say, this massive graphic card into a phone that is a th- freaking... A- one-tenth of the size. There's just no way. No matter how much I bang the two together, it's just not going to happen. It's never going to fit. So that is the benefit of this. But I have to ask. I have to ask. What idiot at Facebook thought, my God, we should make our own cloud gaming service and it should only play crappy mobile games that no one should ever play and could run on a literal toaster. Really? I'm I'm dead serious, by the way. This is an actual thing that Facebook has launched. A cloud gaming service that will stream mobile games to your mobile phone. It's not like the Apple Arcade that lets you go ahead and pick from a ca- from a catalog of games and just quick install them and play them locally. No, all the compute is done on a remote server. So you get all the downsides 
of cloud gaming being the latency and the reliance on an internet connection. And you get all the downsides of it being a mobile game, meaning that the graphics are terrible. The gameplay is most likely hot garbage or my personal favorite, the fact that it's a free to play game in which you have to constantly buy loot boxes or some other kind of in-app purchasing for it to actually be an enjoyable experience. <sighs> this is so dumb it hurts. This is the, of all the stupid things I have ever seen in gaming. This is without a doubt the dumbest thing to ever blight the planet. No, do not under any circumstances do this. Someone in chat asks, is this worse than Superman 64? Yeah. Yes, it is. Because you know what? Superman 64 doesn't require me to go connect to the internet to be able to find out that I'm playing a bad game. Chat wants to know, is is this worse than Cookie Clicker? Yes. This is worse than Cookie Clicker, because at least Cookie Clicker can be played without guzzling up all of my money. Also, by the way, um, here's a fun one for you. Uh, apparently, if you... Uh, I didn't realize this, but if you had two Oculus Quest 2s, so if you went and bought an Oculus Quest 2, didn't learn from your mistake and bought a second one, you couldn't use the second one. Well, Facebook has reversed this policy. You are now allowed to use your second mistake Despite the fact that technically buying two is against the EULA of Facebook. <sighs> Stop it. Get some help. Just, 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 just stop. Just stop. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about another mistake. NVIDIA. To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge, we're making a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. Hear that snoring? Two sleeping puppies. Oh, they're awake! And they're heading over to that cute chubby baby that's just sitting there. What? Oh, now they're licking his face. Words will never do this justice. You'll just have to picture it. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. Modern leaders. It's not just their ability to reason that we value or their eloquence. It's more than their intelligence that we admire. What truly matters is their humanity. 
just like modern leaders, the LS is human at heart. Every aspect of the Lexus LS is crafted around you, engineered to a higher standard, the human standard. The new 2021 Lexus LS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome back, Eagle Eyes on Tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. All right, let's talk about the RTX 3070. So a couple of things that caught me off guard with the 3070. We're going to cover this very, very quick. First off, it does have a 12-pin connector. But for some reason, inside the box, granted, this is with the Founders Edition version, the 12-pin connector breaks out to a single 8-pin, which honestly, keep it on the whole theme of... uh, Breathing new life into old tech, this is actually golden for using old workstations. A lot of old workstations, like the Z440s that I use from HP, the power supply is very high wattage. The ones I have here are 750 watt power supplies, but because they're older, they only have two six pins. The thing is that you can safely convert two six pins to a single eight pin. And with this cable, you can turn that eight pin into a six pin, but only for the 3070. On top of that, the the Founders Edition 3070 is a standard size card. So, heck, for someone like me who wants to, who's looking at his aging computer that only has a 1060 in it this 3070 is a very 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 attractive offer to turn what is what was not too long ago considered to be outdated junk and quite frankly turn it into a very capable gaming machine in which the cpu will inevitably be the bottleneck but at least then that 3070 can be carried over to the next machine right It actually sounds great. On top of that, it does, despite previous belief, it does feature a pass-through cooling design. The rear fan does blow straight through the card. And then the front fan does blow air straight out of the card through the rear of the case. So, it is going to be more compatible with, say, a scrapyard computer sort of situation where it's not where it's just a generic cooling solution it will work in almost any case and it does match the 2080 ti in performance in most cases there are a couple of cases in certain benchmarks where the 3070 was faster and other cases where the 2080 ti was faster but for 500 bucks, that's an attractive offer. There's just one problem. Remember how NVIDIA delayed the launch until right before the announcement of AMD's GPUs and they said it was to build up stock? I want you to guess how long 
until every single 3070 in the world was sold. How long do you think it was until the, until until they were all sold out in the entire world? How long do you think? Two days? A week? 12 hours? 45 seconds? In less than a minute, every single vendor sold out. Every single one of them. What are you doing? Now, the first instinct would be, man, those scalper bots are doing something fierce. And yes, the scalper bots are a big problem. However, it is inexcusable when you actually talk to the suppliers. I actually made a recent discovery. And that was the contact of a number of different computer shops here in Wisconsin who actually talk with major warehouses in the world to get their parts. Those warehouses have been getting, I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, they have been getting 8% fulfillment on the requested stock of graphic cards out of NVIDIA. The scalping bots are a problem, but when 98% of the requested parts are just not being produced, this is an NVIDIA problem. This might even be a Samsung problem. Keep in mind, the RTX 3000 series is not made by NVIDIA in-house. NVIDIA actually doesn't make their own GPUs. They outsource it to another fab. Normally, NVIDIA uses TSMC. This time around, they're going with Samsung. By the looks of it, Samsung is dropping the ball hard. And then you judge that based on what AMD launches, what they reveal the day before the RTX 3070 can be bought. And AMD is looking like they are going to do to NVIDIA what they did to Intel. AMD announced the RX 3800 XT, RX 3800, and the RX 3900, nice, XT. Here's basically the breakdown. 
the RX 6800 is supposed to have roughly 10% more performance than the RTX 2080 Ti. So it's supposed to be with the RTX 3070 for $580. So $80 more than the NVIDIA card. The RX 6800 XT is supposed to be neck and neck with the RTX 3080 for $649. The 3080 is $700, so it's $50 cheaper. And the RX 6900 XT is supposed to be trading blows with the behemoth RTX 3090 for a thousand dollars that is five hundred dollars less it's also to feature gimmicks that may or may not be helpful we won't know until third-party benchmarks are out with the ryzen 5000 series so if you pair a ryzen cpu with your radeon gpu you might even see more performance. Now I'm now I'm not gonna lie. In the keynote, it sounds super, super gimmicky. And I question how much performance is actually be given from it, but considering the fact that AMD has had a track record as of late against Intel of not overhyping their stuff, unlike AMDs of the pre-Lisa Sue era. I have no reason to doubt AMD, but I would still recommend do not pre-order, wait for third-party reviews. All of this is supposed to launch November 18th, except for the RTX Nice Edition. I'm sorry, the, no, the, I'm sorry, the Radeon RX 6900 Nice XT version that will launch December 8th. Wait for independent reviews before you go buy it. Yes, most likely, scalpers are going to beat you to it. They're going to sell out in less than a minute, most likely. Welcome to 2020. But it still gives us hope that NVIDIA can see some competition. With that also being said, we are seeing a few other things out of NVIDIA such as leaks for mobile versions of the RTX 30 series. That could be very interesting. We'll be seeing more of that at the all virtual. What's the name of the conference? CES. We'll be seeing more of that at CES which will not be physical. It'll be all virtual. Hey, that means I could go to a CES. If I use my imagination. There's also some rumors of RTX 3060 Ti cards being spotted on a Chinese website. However, the picture of said card looks like an RTX 3080. So, um... I'll just take that with my bowl of salt, thank you very much. As we speculate about 
what it could be. Leaked benchmarks also show the 5600X, the new Ryzen 5000 series CPU, absolutely beating the snot out of the current top dog Intel i9 processor. The Ryzen 5 RX, I'm sorry, the Ryzen 5 5600X beats out the, um, beats out the Intel 10900, whatever the hell it is. I can't remember the part numbers and I don't care. And it beats it out by 10% in single-threaded performance. At about a third of the price. But it's okay. Intel wants to remind you that Rocket Lake is coming. I'm not even kidding. Intel released another blog post about how Rocket Lake is coming. Don't we're not dead yet. We're not dead yet. I almost feel bad for him. Does anyone else feel bad for Intel? Is it just me? It might just be me. But uh, they're, they're just saying we're going to have 20 PCI Express 4.0 lanes and better performance and other cool stuff hey don't 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 forget about us yeah i almost feel bad for uh intel but i really don't i want to talk about how much of a meme lord dbrand is by the way Looking at, uh, looking for silly things, it's just kind of stunning how much, uh, Dbrand's just kind of a company that just, it goes out of its way to just, uh, try to create as much meme potential as possible. Well, they launched a new site called betterlttstore.com. Which that in itself amuses me way too much. But then you look in the URL it forwards you to and you see wonderful things such as Linus face tips. And they feature two different skins. The Linus tier skin. Which has the Linus Sebastian creep face. As a skin for your phone. And then the Anthony tier skin, which actually looks cool. D Brian, are you trying to start something? Are you are are you are you trying to start? I mean, I know I know they actually have worked with Linus Media Group to for this promotion, but it it just kind of surprises me on just how much 
dbrand looks like they're just trying to antagonize the media world and it amuses me greatly just like this headline amuses me greatly robo race engineer explains why a driverless race car drove into a wall the actual story is uh is actually kind of a nothing really for the most part there was a computer malfunction and it just didn't take the turn it was supposed to and it just drove straight into a wall But, uh, the fact that we have the headline, Robo Race Engineer Explains Why a Driverless Car Drove into a Wall, that is a thing that 2020 has given us. Thank you for that. Which brings us to the last verb, the last story of the day, and the weirdest story of the day. Although the driverless car story is weirder, there's it's just also not much of a story. What is a story, though, is the fact that Microsoft is openly forcing Internet Explorer users to stop using Internet Explorer and instead use Edge. Edge, for those who don't know, is basically the successor to Internet Explorer that is now two different versions. One was actually a different engine that was very close to Internet Explorer, but not quite, that was pretty okay. But let's be honest, you used Chrome or Mozilla because it was better. Now Edge is basically Chrome, except with some tweaks to it that make it its own unique being. But people are just so insistent on using Internet Explorer that uh, Microsoft is now forcing you to use Edge. Look, look, look. The glory days of Internet Explorer were great and all. But it's time to move on. You don't need to go out there and basically use flypaper to catch every single virus known to man. You can, in fact, not use Internet Explorer and for once actually enjoy the Internet. Folks, that is going to do it for this episode of Eagle Eyes on Tech. Thank you so much for listening. And I do encourage you, please check out our daily podcast, The Early Burb Briefing, which airs every single morning. At wherever you found this podcast, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, which nobody knows what the heck is going on there, Spreaker, Spotify, literally everywhere. And check out my Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Eagle Falcon. Take care, and hopefully you have a great day. For those...
But, you know, Internet Explorer will still have one use. After Google has single-handedly decided that Flash will be dead, I will always forever be able to use Internet Explorer to go ahead and fire up some of the old Flashway videos from back in 2002 that I have stored on my personal cloud because I have no idea how to let dead memes go. Badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Over the past year, I've helped thousands turn their lives around. And today, I'm going to tell you the one simple trick that will change everything. All you have to do is... And now a message from our sponsor. With Progressive, you can bundle your boat, RV, or other outdoor vehicle for great protection and even more savings. Progressive. And that's it. You'll have that for the rest of your lives. So excited for you. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Bundle Discount not available in all states or situations. Modern leaders. It's not just their ability to reason that we value or their eloquence. It's more than their intelligence that we admire. What truly matters is their humanity. Just like modern leaders, the LS is human at heart. Every aspect of the Lexus LS is crafted around you. Engineered to a higher standard. The human standard. The new 2021 Lexus LS. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.